Hey there, this is the Business Talk with Luke Guy and Team show. I'm your host, Jaron Jackson, and I just wanted to welcome you all out here as we have a very special guest today. Her name is Candace Duggar, and she is an author, speaker, and Fortune 100 trainer on Gen Z bullying and telecommuting your child's education. She is the founder of Bullied, Broken, Redeemed, and Reimagine Education Conference, specializing in helping children heal from bullying while finding the best educational platform to support that journey. So I love everything about it. Let's get down to business. So Candice, tell me the story of how, and more importantly, why you started this company. Well, Jaren, first, thank you for having me here. I This has become really my life's work and passion. I used to run sales teams that were 100 million and we took them to billion dollar sales teams. I'm here right outside of Washington, DC. I was in the mortgage industry. Loved what I did. I had an illness that put me on bed rest, kind of one of those burnout illnesses where you know it's probably coming and you need to slow down, but you don't. So that, that's really how life happens. And it was during that time that I saw how much my son was hurting. He was 12 at the time. And I almost lost him to suicide due to horrific bullying. And it was a combination of the in-person bullying, but then really that full cyberbullying world from gaming bullying, um, social media, the cyberbullying, all of that impact along with he was going to school, has learning differences like dyslexia and dysgraphia and focusing most of his day on what he couldn't do really well. And so that combination of feeling beat down by his peers who were telling him to kill himself along with going to classes that he felt, he just never felt that he could do it right. And this was a kid who was really bright. He could speak three languages by the time he was five, but he didn't fit in a box. And so I ended up pulling him out. I ended up what you guys would call homeschooling. I call telecommuting your kid's education. Um, And then really using entrepreneurship as a way to bring him back to a place of balance. And through that process, I saw how little help there really is for parents. It's always go to the school, go to the administration, go to the counselor. Well, that put my son's life in more danger when it was confronted. And there was no help for us when it was happening in our home. So I actually gave up that uh, six pushing seven figure income to stay home and create our own businesses. So in our house, there's me. And and you would also think, I should tell you guys, you guys would think after my first son went through that, I would pick up on it. My second son, two years later, so I've already been telecommuting education with one. I left my other son in traditional school because he was at autism and he was nine at the time. He started dealing with bullying at eight. Traditional, what I call bullying, having his face thrown in the urinal, his stuff stolen, being like traditional bullying. But then it spilled over into gaming bullying when he came home. And that cycle started again. And it was the day I saw him under the bed at nine screaming, I'd rather die than go back there again. I said, that's it. There has to be a better way to do this. And now we have families with kids as young as seven, eight, and nine with suicide, full suicide plans that come to us. And it's an epidemic and a problem in our country, but there's so little help for parents. So not only do I want to equip them and train leaders and from boss levels, because this happens in workplaces, this is not a school issue, it's a cultural issue. So from workplaces all the way down and then helping people find their right educational journey. So that's how I ended up here. That's how I ended up giving up the corporate world, which I still was an entrepreneur, right? Anytime you're running sales teams, that's what you do. But but coming to do something that I felt was really my purpose in life. So that's my story. Wow. That's how I got here. That's that's a powerful story. That's that that hits close to home too. I 
I was really blessed to not be bullied to the extent that that some other people are, and that that's that's really fortunate. And it's just I can't I can't believe some people. Um, it's unfortunately so more know, the common than it's not today's world. Yeah, it's really sad. yeah. So it's it's just really heavy subject matter for sure. Mm -hmm. So I know you kind of already answered this, but who specifically do you serve and why does that group of people matter to you? So I specifically do not serve schools, which most people would be surprised by that, right? I don't serve schools. Um, I actually equip leaders. So people who are in leadership working with youth, I really focus a lot on parents because we don't really have the skills as parents to, to connect to what kids are going through. Most of us didn't grow up in a digital world. And if we dealt with bullying, we went to an assembly, there was a poster, that was it. We don't really have the school skills to effectively help walk our kids through how to combat it. So I, I help parents. And then I do work with youth who are dealing with serious bullying. And so um, from psychiatrists who refer me to children to parents who have already been there. So that's really my area. And I, I rarely work with schools, not schools that use our programs, but my focus is really outside of the educational area because I think they kind of help cover it up a lot. I think they're part of the problem. So I'm trying to find other ways to get information to our parents. I love that. I love that. And I, I think it's so important because a lot of times I think it's not really the parents' fault entirely, but I feel like institutions like schools are kind of like a band-aid solution. And then whatever happens behind that wall, we, we have no idea, right? Because we're not there. Yeah, so. and there's a lot of cover-up. I'll be really honest. Your kid can be beaten in a hallway and you're not going to get a video of it because they're protecting other minors and working with them. And it's really hard to be able to know yeah. what's going on and for your own child's safety. So I just want to, and I also want to teach parents how to hold the schools accountable. Instead of we'll take care of it, mm -hmm. what does that mean? How do you document a case and know when you need to go out of the side of the school for harassment, assault? Um, when, do you, when do you need to escalate outside of that community besides we'll handle it? What does that mean? How do you do that in a way to keep your child safe and teach them not to then be a doormat? Or if your kid is the bully, you would be shocked, Darren, how many times people come to me, their kid's the one bullying and they're like, I, I gotta need some help here. Like I, they're not, I don't think they're learning this from home. What the heck is going on? So you think your kid's a bully is one of um, my biggest workshops that parents don't show up with a camera and they send me all these anonymous questions, but they know there's a problem. Like they're seeing behaviors of them bullying other siblings or even in their house, or they know they've gotten calls from the school and it's not being dealt with. So they make our their kids actually take and pass our certification and training programs to get their privileges back for online because of the way they've acted or behaviors that they need to change. So yeah, it's a bigger wow. issue when you unpack it because if you don't check that kid, they have a 37% chance, higher chance, 37% higher chance to end up in with a criminal record by the time they're 25. So you better check them. Yeah. <laughs> if your kid's not, if your kid's on that end, you better take care of it or you're gonna have a lot of bigger problems down the road. So, so that's who Huge. I Huge, yeah. That's, that's powerful. What I can tell what you do matters. And that's so cool. That's super cool. It, I truly, it is, it is a privilege. It is hard to serve these families. I had a, um, a few, probably right in January, I had a course of 
seven families in 10 days that reached out to me that their child had either completed suicide or attempted suicide due to bullying. And it's really hard work that I do, but it's a privilege to walk with parents in pain and especially children that we can still work with and families and adults who are dealing with their own past pain to help them move past that. There is nothing like helping somebody get on the path of healing. They will make a big difference in this world when you can transition it to a purpose in life. 100%, 100%. The power of change is real. Mm-hmm. So Candice, what's been the biggest motivation for you when, when things get hard in your company? My kids, my kids. So not only do I run my two businesses, um, both of my children, I told you, we telekinete their education and they actually both have their own businesses. They're published authors, they're entrepreneurs. My youngest on the spectrum is now an international speaker for invisible disabilities. And when I see those hard days, and they both work in their own areas of mental health in their own ways, right? Equipping and teaching about empathy for people who have invisible disabilities. And then my 17-year-old actually creates um, mental health kits and products for people who wouldn't seek traditional mental health, like many times are kind of, there are a lot of men that don't want to seek out traditional health. So he, he has alternative pieces to help them when my kids are really the piece, when I don't want to pick up that phone, yet I'm the model, right? I am not only their parent and teacher, but I'm the one modeling to them how to be an entrepreneur. If I don't want to get on my business coaching call, why are they going to get on theirs? If I don't show up on time or show them, hey, when we're doing events, you turn on the lighting, you get your mics. When I don't model that in my business, that shows them that they don't have to model it in theirs. So I think that holds a big mirror up to me to remember that really we always are the teachers but especially when you're teaching young CEOs right my youngest just won an international pitch competition for his business and here's a kid on the spectrum that's out killing it and doing it people would never think of that but because we can model it in my entrepreneurship and what I do and bring him along it just takes him to a whole nother level so I would 100% say them I'd love to think it's the clients but the reality is it's my kids yeah and the great thing is there's no wrong answers so that's huge that's huge so explain to me a little bit more about your offer what's the benefits of working to you say either i'm dealing with bullying or i know my child is a bully or being bullied what what kind of can you do yeah so well we have several things i guess you'll see behind me if you're you know anywhere on amazon you can always get our books or at our company at bully broken redeemed we have every, we've noticed that parents all come at it from different levels. So we offer books, we offer workbooks, but I, one of my favorite, we actually have several classes and one I'm just releasing a new class, May 12th, which is a leadership development class for teens, adults, and leaders. And they can not only come alongside and learn what's the difference between bullying and conflict. How do you handle kids with social media addiction? What do you do when your children are cyberbullying? How do you combat it in your communities with effective policy? How do you know if you're going to, if there's criminal activity charged to it. So we teach all of these things. And then we end up offering certifications to certify leaders so that they know they can go out and teach it. And then we also offer our curriculum out for people to use in youth groups, in churches, in youth groups, in small groups, either virtually, in person, in camps. I have schools that actually mandate that you can't graduate until you take one of our classes and graduate because they believe that how important it is for the future. It's sort of like the new health class right? It's sort of like the new health class in 2021. All of our kids might get the basics um, and they, we've become so focused on some of the other things. How do we train them to be good citizens and in a digital world? It's important. 
Because even in our businesses, you're going to deal with pushback and bullying. And how do you know when it's crossed the line to conflict? When were we dealing with conflict and bullying, even in our social media interaction with people out there? So, so I, I do that. I also do tons of um, conferences and events. I get hired for training. I'm sort of the go-to thought leader in the world of bullying. If you are wanting to tackle this issue, and so from companies that want to offer the resources, I get hired to speak. So I kind of guess, I guess the answer is we kind of have a whole host of, of um, platforms to tackle and meet people where they are. Sometimes they just want to know more and they just want to know what is it really like? So they pick up a book and sometimes they're in a place they're in crisis. And I do do some one-on-one coaching. If I have a family that I feel is in desperate need and needs that one-to-one help. I do, but it's very selective. Now I have a pretty decent sized team with me that takes on people, but if they really are, if we know that somebody's in need, I'll come alongside and do private coaching for them and their family and put a plan together and do healing. Amazing. Amazing. So let's, let's keep this momentum going. What is your superpower when it comes to getting clients? Cause I mean, it would appear to me that a lot of your competition is like school counselors or schools. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I think this is my superpower is in the power of my storytelling. I've only been able to tell you a little bit here today, but when you can talk to somebody and get them to see and feel that emotion in either their past pain or a current situation or the future, and you can get them to engage, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to convert, right? And um, also I think my superpower, like I said, know your market. I'm not trying to be everything to everybody. There are tons of anti-bullying people out there who go to schools because schools pay. But the reality is that many parents are lost and they're hurting and they don't know how to connect to their kids. And there's almost nothing out there. I will tell you, I, our stuff is actually all over the world. I speak internationally now because there's so little help. And every time I'm in a new platform, whether it's in Hong Kong, I'm actually speaking in Malaysia on Saturday, wherever I am. I, are you in Canada? I think you may be, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think I you're am. in Canada. I'm actually doing um, Exceptional Grace, a big conference in Canada next week on the topic because of how few people come and talk directly to parents. I, and I'm curious, have you ever had anybody come and talk to parents on this topic? Like, it's hard, or not you, but have you seen it out there? It's very rare that people come and talk to people they're your kids, right? But we don't equip them. And so uh, my superpower is sometimes in just bringing awareness of issues that we think we know what it is. If I told, ask you to, to identify what's bullying and what's conflict, can you do it? And most people think they know what it is until they actually have to identify it. It's like we have this concept in our head of what we think a bully is because we've seen it. You have to put it to vocabulary and words you might not even be able to identify it, which is what the problem is, is so many adults don't even know what it is. They are like, oh, they're bullying. And no, they're really not. They have a strong personality. You got conflict going on, but they're not bullying. There's, there's just a conflict and we can use conflict resolution skills, but you can't use conflict resolution skills and bullying, it never works. And so teaching people the difference, that's my superpower. Yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful. I'm, I'm sure Superman is, is impressed. <laughs> uh, my, my goal will be to grow up and be Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> oh, there you go. Classic, classic. So what's the secret, Ben, to hitting goals in your life? You've accomplished a lot. So share some wisdom. Well, number one, I think the biggest thing is do not give up, right? 
I mean, even when it feels like a failure, it may not be a failure. It may just need a twist or you may just not have made that one extra call. To me, having a very clear goal. And so in my family, like I said, we got four people living here and we have four CEOs. My husband even owns his own business. Four CEOs and six businesses. Every single person in my family has to have a solid business plan. We have a meeting at the beginning of the year that every single person knows what your, your goals are personally and professionally. And then it's our job as a team to get you there because this is your team. Your family is a big part of your team. And if my husband runs into somebody who's a good fit for me, perfect. If my son is out speaking at which my 17 year old actually speaks at international um, conferences for psychologists and psychiatrists, if he's networking and knows somebody that's good to me, he knows my goals for the year and keeps them straight. And when I start to go off path, cause I'm like, oh, that's nice, shiny new thing over there. Let me go do that. They are like, whoa, 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 come back in line. Stop going after the new shiny new thing, mom, and come back in line because we have to all stay focused. And everybody here knows what's our, they, I mean, they've kind of got, I mean, they're young, but they've kind of got the good five-year plan. They solidly know their year plan. It's then broken down into every quarter of every month of every week of every day. And then we know where we're going. So you better know where you want to go so you know how to get there. And that's how I find it. You know, I'm just not a fan of, oh, we'll just see where the day leads us. <laughs> don't yep. do that in my house. I don't do that. And I'm actually laughing because as we're sitting here talking, I know your audience looking through this, but this is actually my son's this week. That's his this week, which he's my, he gets away with a much shorter vision plan because he's on the spectrum and he's, he's very, but he even has his business meetings, his business coaches, where his calls are. And on the next page over, he's got his goals. And he set those by Sunday for me so that I don't have to micromanage. We track in and I do the same thing in my business. They see my list. They know when I'm on podcasts, they know when mom's speaking and they know to respect my time. So I think communication and keeping it, keeping solid goals, important. There is, there is so much I love about that. I, I just imagine like the round table of the Duggars just <laughs> holding each other accountable and going out and crushing business and talk about power referral partners. Like who's going to love you better as a referral partner than your mom. Like I'd give my mom all the yeah. business in the world. Like it's huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. So that was some ninja level stuff. I hope you're all taking notes. I know I am. And speaking of ninjas, what's one black belt tip you would give yourself if you were starting your company tomorrow? Before I get started again, I would get really clear on my business plan. I felt like I was a little further in my business till I identified my niche and knowing you're like, even if it's a one page business plan, right? I can't tell you how many business owners I talk to that could not even tell me their why or their goal or who they serve or what their mission is. I think I would have started to get a little bit more clear earlier on in where I wanted to take this. I felt I knew it in my soul, but I didn't put it pen to paper. And sometimes going through that process before, before you're really in that beginning stage, I think so many business owners miss that. So I, I do think it's incredibly important. And I would have gone back and spent more time identifying, just like, you know, when we talk about anti-bullying, everybody goes to schools. Well, that's never where I wanted to be, but that's where our mind goes. And so I would have clearly, even though I do work with schools, guys, I don't want you to think I don't. I'm just not somebody they're excited to see coming because I tell parents how to keep them accountable, right? So, so I would have gotten clear on, there are still schools because I'm in the homeschool world 
there are 5 million people over there that I'm serving that didn't even know it was an issue, right? So I would have gotten really clear on where my niche market is and where I wanted to go. My mission statement, like my mission statement now is to make an impact in 1 million families in the area of bullying. And we will do that this year. And so it's, where do you go with that conversation? Just to get clear, get clear, get clear early. Don't just figure, there's always times to tweak it out. But if, if I talk to somebody who has a business and they couldn't pull out their business plan and talk to me about it, are you really serious about it? Like, really, have you done the hard work? You know, that's my, that's my ninja tip of the day. That's, that's huge. I love it. Chops through all objections. Like, and you, you had talked about your family holding you accountable from shiny object syndrome. Like if you have a business plan and you have a clarity, like you can almost put blinders on and be like, no, this is what I need to do. And yep. yeah, that's, that's wisdom. I love that. Yep. It helps me a lot because I do get an enormous amount of offers. We're excited about our new launch, but I get lots of offers. Like, can you do my webinar? Can you do these different things? And I love doing them, but if they're not in my focus, does it make sense? Right. Probably not going to be doing nutrition and wellness podcast. Right. So, you know, you got to kind of be really clear, not that it's not helpful, but where am I? Am I working with those who are working with teens or working with parents or driven in that aspect? So you just have to be clear on where you want to make sure you invest 100%. your time because we all have the same amount of time to give every day. Now, I will say, yep. um, you know, not take things off pace. I am a lady of faith. And so I do, I'm somebody who's like, if I feel I'm being called to do it, even if it's not in my wheelhouse, I will do it. And my family's like, hey, how come you're... How come you added that on your schedule? I'm like, I know that sounds silly, but I really feel called to do it. And I, I may be one person who's hearing my message that needed to hear it today. And so I'm showing up and doing it because I feel that's what I'm being asked to do. So they're, they do kind of call me back on that. And I do the, well, this is where I feel led. So I do want to make sure, you know, sometimes we have to be really clear that we might be asked to do something that's might not be in our wheelhouse and we just have to have discernment. 100%. I, I agree with that for sure. So Candice, it's been a pleasure having you on. How can our guests find you if they think they would like to learn more? So my website is Bullied, Broken, Redeemed. That's really what we've been talking about most of today. You can also find me at reimagineducationconference.com. I, we have over, I mean, my goodness, that's an international conference. I, I run with over 80 speakers at helping families if they know traditional education and work in find alternative education. So you can find me at either of those places, but I'd love to connect with you guys. And I think I'm on every social media handle, right? My kids even have me on TikTok now. Can you believe that? I have even moved to TikTok, Lord help me. <laughs> so I'm on about every social media platform you can imagine. There you go. I love that. And again, that was bullied, broken, and bullied, broken, redeemed.com. What a powerful domain name. I love that. So, hey, guys, this has been Jaren again today. If you are wanting more leads, more appointments, we know the ultimate ways of gaining credibility, and that's with the power of PR. If that sounds interesting to you, be sure to hit up thelootguy.com. And again, Candice, it's been great having you on. And uh, do you have any last last words to share with our guests? No, no, I just thank you so much for having me. And I know many of your, your um, folks here, they're business owners, they're entrepreneurs. And just to remember that bullying does happen in our workplaces. So if that's something you're struggling with, I'd love to come alongside you and help you. It is something that we deal with even in social media and our background. So as adults, even if we don't have kids, 
kind of scary, right? What's happening? My goodness. So uh, I was running a room on Clubhouse earlier on it. It's everywhere. So I'd love to talk to you guys as business owners about how you can make an impact in your own culture within your business. 100%. I love that. The world fails when good men and women do nothing. So this has been the Business Talk with Luke Guy and Team Show, and I'll talk to you all next time. Thank you.